This guest today shares that just because your circumstances growing up wasn't necessarily a desirable situation, that doesn't have to block or stop you from making choices to set you on the highway for success. Join us. Trapped by the belief that I'm not good enough, bound by the limitations and the lies that consumed my world, this was me. It wasn't until I took the biggest leap in my life to know and trust the power within. And it was at that moment I made a choice. My past will not define me anymore. Hello, I am Terry Carnegie, and I know I am not alone in this. Over the years, I have found that the number one mistake that we make is that we get in the way of our own success story. Yes, I said it. On this show, together we'll tackle limiting beliefs, self-sabotage, getting stuck, fear, doubt, overwhelm, and the imposter syndrome. Join us on this journey designed to transport you beyond your limitations to a world where anything is possible. This is Talking with Terry. Welcome back to Talking with Terry, where we have powerful conversations to transform your life and your business. And I am so delighted. I was in Dallas uh, not too long ago, and I had the honor and privilege to meet Jay Mamie with us. And he's here with us today. He is a radio talk show host on the K or 5:70 a.m. KLIF Dallas. He's a CEO, entrepreneur, maverick, which I just absolutely love. Noted ten-time author, speaker sales psychology and persuasion selling expert. I mean, that's a mouthful. Welcome to the show, Jay. Hey, thanks for having me, Terry. Appreciate you. And I appreciate you being a guest on my show a couple of yes, weeks ago. Yes, I'm excited. So one of the things that I love asking people is because you've been successful, you've grown, you know, you've been on this journey and you've come to be where you're at today. And, and we often find like we forget that we started somewhere else, right? And so I mm-hmm. want you to share with us a little bit about your story, your journey, and you know, what have you had to overcome to get to where you're at today? Well, I, I tell you, one of the things that I had to overcome really started early on. And, and it's one of those challenges that followed me a long life until I had to put a stop to it. And we'll, we'll get to that in a minute, but I'm a product of, of meager means. Uh, I have a twin brother and we were both uh, adopted. Uh, four days after birth, uh, my my original birth mom was a, uh, a crackhead, and I didn't. My father was a guy. My natural father was someone that did the deed and ran, right? Yeah. And uh, so we grew up in, in Spanish Harlem. We were adopted by by Puerto Rican parents uh, in the late '60s, which uh, Spanish Harlem in the late '60s with the gangs, it just was a good place. And so we grew up in that that environment, which was very poverty driven. So I learned early on, at by 13 years old, that if I were going to break free from the muck and mire of my environment, that I had to do something different. Uh, I knew that I was I was gifted to do something different. I had an entrepreneurial spirit already at 13 years old. I was collecting bottles and cans from Century Park, which was up the block from where we yeah. lived in order to convert those bottles and cans into a nickel. And that was my entrepreneurial uh, awakening at 13 years old. But you still, uh, when you're in that environment, it's easy to make bad decisions, head down a wrong path. When, when there's lack uh, and yeah. eagerness, you could certainly find ways to supplement whatever you're missing financially by making a bad decision and getting involved with the wrong people. Uh, there was no shortage of that. So yeah. part of part of the, the what I've learned to do and even till today is really learning how to cocoon 
myself from the negativity that's abundantly available every day. <laughs> agreed, agreed. There's no, there's no shortage of that. So I had to do that 13 years old, right through high school and college and then in the business world. And obviously when you get uh, older and you meet all sorts of different people and that negativity is never too far off. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's been the challenge that I've had to overcome and I've, I've gotten very good at it. And I think there's a lot of folks in your, in your shoes. And I would say I was in your shoes too, in the sense of like overcoming that negativity. You know, I, I was, I was doing a session earlier today and I had shared that, you know, one of my, you know, things I had to overcome was coming over that victim mentality that I was a victim and that it was everybody else's fault. And then, and then just, and, and as that was happening, I was tying into all the negativity that that brought. Mm -hmm. Right. And mm -hmm. so that was a powerful reality and, you know, tapping into that. And it, like you said, there's, there's an abundance <laughs> of negativity out there. And I think, you know, too, in the last, you know, few years that we've experienced this like level of fear that has kind of blanketed the, the planet. Right. And I think it's, it's our, it's our way of which, okay, how do we, you know, take this information and, and transform it into something that's useful, right? And not getting trapped into the negativity because that's, you know, it's once we get trapped into it, like I said, you know, you know, what we think about, we bring about. And so mm -hmm. it becomes that story and uh, it's very powerful. And just, just as much as there's an abundance of negativity, there's just more, if, if not more of abundance of positivity, right? That's there's right. an abundance of, and I always say we get, there's these two realities and we get to choose which reality we, we choose to be in. Right. Well, so, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So, so at a very young age, I mean, I can't even imagine that that such an incredible young age facing your reality. And I am always fascinated by this, that, you know, if you're living in this environment, you don't know that there's different reality out there. Like this is your environment. It's poverty. It's, it's struggle. It's so I'm always fascinated. Like what was the curiosity or what was the, I mean, it, it seems like it was just a knowing for you that you have to shift this. I mean, was that, was there something more to that or is it more of the, this, like this knowing, like this divine knowing within? Well, you know, it, I'm glad you asked that question because that's a lot of what I talk about oftentimes is sometimes actually not sometimes the majority of times, most people never recognize or realize or embrace their calling because they don't even know there is a calling. And, uh, you know, we enter into this realm thinking that we are supposed to live a life as wandering generalities. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're not, right? There, there's a specific calling which leads to an assignment which, which manifests your purpose. And then you live your life according to that. So I knew that that wasn't my life. I just had this, this mm -hmm. internal sense that there is more out there even though what my eyes were, were seeing and what I was being indoctrinated by was mm. poverty, lack, scarcity, struggle. Mm. My father had three jobs. My mom worked it and my mom was home. That's all I saw. But I just knew that this can't be it because if somebody else could succeed, why can't I? Yeah. Yeah. So that really was the driving force that allowed me to say, okay, these are my circumstances, but this doesn't have to be my future. Oh, just, that's so good. That's so good. It, it is what it is now. Yeah. And that's so powerful. And I agree with you. I mean, I do believe that we have within ourselves to change our situations and our circumstances. We do not have to be stuck in trapped by 
you know, that reality in which we were growing up in. And I, I had kind of a similar experience. I, I was extraordinarily shy as a child. And I remember in sixth grade, I, I said, you know, I have got to figure this out. And again, a stro- I was extraordinarily, I cannot emphasize that enough, like how shy I was. And I signed up for the only thing that you couldn't be shy for, which was uh, cheerleading. And <laughs> I, I don't know if they felt bad for me or they just needed an extra body on the team, but somehow, <laughs> some way I made it on the team <laughs> and I was mortified. Okay. Like to, even at the process of you know trying out, I feel like I was like an inch big and I was on this, you know, this, you know, in front of the huge audience. And I felt like my mouth, my, my, I was like sounding like a mouse, like it was awful. But what that forced me to do willingly or unwillingly was to get out there and to start to create a voice Mm -hmm. and to start to push beyond what I knew. Right. And I told people, I mean, I tell people all the time that the first three months uh, I was a hot mess and I, I made myself step into it. You know, I made myself step into it. And, and now I, and I, I go back to what you just said, which was so brilliant is that you know, listening to that calling, listening to that knowing, that nudge, if you will, that says, mm-hmm. I'm just going to do this. I don't know how, I don't know what, I don't know. I'm just going to do it. And I think when we get into that alignment with that purpose and with that, you know, message or downloads or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. it becomes powerful. And we do feel like we get on this, like, I don't know about for you, but for myself, it felt like I was on this train track. And it's like, it's, you know, once you're on the train track, it's hard to kind of get thrown off the train track, but the pro the first piece is, is finding the train track, right? Mm-hmm. Like finding the train track, you know, making sure that's in working order. And then once you're on that train track, it's like, it's go, like it's that's go right. time, you know? So that's you know, funny. You, you, you say train track and <laughs> I, uh, I use the analogy using a highway. Uh-huh. And, and one of the things that I have a pet peeve about when I hear people say, well, stick to your lane, stay to your lane, stick to your lane. And I get why they say that, but here's the, the drawback in that. It's okay to, it, it's, it's not so much sticking to your lane in so much as it is staying on the highway. Once you find your, you call it a track, I call it a highway. Once you mm-hmm. find a highway that's going to allow you to arrive at whatever destination and dream you have, yeah. it's okay to switch lanes because every lane is a different expression of who you are. Yeah. But just as long as you don't get off the highway and take the off ramp into something you're not supposed to be doing. I think that's what happens. Right. Either you, most people don't find the highway mm-hmm. or they're on the highway and they get off the off ramp chasing something else that they have no business chasing. <laughs> you know, I, call this, I call that ADHOS, attention deficit. Oh, shiny. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, shiny, you know, and you know, there's times in my life where I'm like, my daughter will say to me, mom, mom, seriously, stay like stay, you know, and we're going shopping or something. She's like, mom, we're here for one thing. I'd be going, right? Like, so I, I, I can relate to that, but you know what? I don't know about you, but like when I became an entrepreneur and I, I came from a nonprofit organization background. So like I worked in nonprofits for a long time and it was mm-hmm. just a different mentality. It was a different environment, different culture. And when I stepped into entrepreneurship, like it was so juicy and fun. And there were so many opportunities. Mm-hmm. I was just rich with opportunities. And there was this like, and people were so generous and still are generous of like helping. And, and like, I am just blown away because I did not experience that same world in the nonprofit world, unfortunately, but I can see how it, it can be really, it's very dangerous, you know, 
for us to get off topic and, you know, get in, not, not, you know, getting off the highway and, and taking that, those exits when, you know, prematurely, or maybe we forgot, or, you know, now we're making a turnaround. I mean, there's all Mm -hmm. sorts of things that we can be talking about. Like, so how, I mean, when you're working with folks or when you're talking with folks, like what's, um, what's one of those, a, a tool or strategy to help people kind of stay on that path and to endure, because sometimes there's obstacles within that highway, right? Um, sure. you know, one time I, there was this giant tire that flew off somebody's truck and it was the craziest thing in, in the highway, right? Um, we're all going and it's really jam packed traffic and this tire flies up over the light pole. So it's, it's, it's up there Wow! and then it's coming back down and we're all like going, okay, where's it going to land? Where's it going to land? No one can stop because we're in traffic and it's like rush hour traffic. And it comes down in, in the two trucks or two cars in front of me. It shatters the, the guy's windshield, wow. right? So things like that happen, right? Mm -hmm. On our highway, right? Like the unexpected things happen. So how do we, you know, what are some ways in which you've kind of helped people stay on that, on that path and not got frustrated or, you know, you know, with the process? Sure. You know, it's interesting because I I like that analogy, by the way, it's a very good analogy uh, or experience that you had. I think a lot of times people find themselves veering off the highway or getting completely stuck when an accident, quote unquote, accident happens. (laughs) because they're not very clear on what the end looks like. Mm. If you're not very clear on what it all looks like when it's said and done, then you will find yourself easily distracted, distressed, discouraged, and depressed. I love it. When something comes along the way. And when I was a personal trainer, I had my own personal training business for, for a while in my early 20s. One of the things I used to do for people when they would come to me for initial session, I would say, hey, before we talk about how much it's gonna cost, weight loss and all of these things that are important when you're figuring out what, well, how you can help someone. I would ask them before we meet, I want you to bring me a picture of what you want to look like in 12 months, not in a month, not in six months, not in three weeks, a year from now, what does your body look like? It doesn't have to be a picture of yourself, obviously, but a picture of somebody that looks like the body that you want to have. So that way, along the way, when you get sidetracked, along the way, when you get stuck, along the way, when you get discouraged, you can pull the picture out and says, okay, mm-hmm. this is why yeah. I'm on that journey. I get it now. So whatever obstacles come along, you're not, um, you're not forgetting why you began the journey in the first place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's what happens for people. They forget why they got on the journey in the first place. Yeah. I agree with you because I think so often I, I talk about having targets and you know, what are those targets that we're heading towards? And so often, and I don't know about for you, but so often when I ask people, what is it that you desire? When I ask that question, I am shocked by the answers because the answers is like, I don't know. It's silence. Right. It's like, right. I, and so it's, it's hard to go. It's hard to go to your destination, right? It's hard to program in that destination on your GPS if we don't know where we're heading to. And so mm-hmm. everything's up for game, right? Everything is, you know, kind of willy nilly. And so that's why I feel like people get frustrated because they don't, they're not creating the results that they would like to have because they're like, they're changing it up, you know, every six months they're changing it up. Oh, that didn't work out. Like, and so I think you're, you're absolutely right is, you know, keeping the end in mind is powerful. And then, you know, as many of the, you know, leaders in our, in our, society will share or say, you know, back that up back, you know, with the end in mind, how, you know, Mm -hmm. what are the steps, what are the, you know, the steps that needs to be happening daily, weekly, monthly, in order to, you know, achieve those, those desires that you have in mind. So I love it. That's a great reminder. 
Yeah, that's good. I, I like the way you put it as well. Uh, I mean, at the end of it, it's right. You end in mind, providing those anchors so that people don't sway. Yes. So good. So what is, you know, and I think, you know, going back to your story and just the things that you've had to overcome and, you know, staying focused on this journey, what would you share with listeners? Like what, um, besides having, you know, the end in mind, what was one other nugget that has helped you on this journey that you would like to share with the listeners before we wrap up here? I think what's very important is for people to be intentional. You have to be intentional. And let me just say, I, the reason I say that is because I was having the conversation earlier with a young guy, he's 23 years old, and he, he's just out of SMU here in Dallas, and he just got a job selling technology, HR stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's, he's frustrated because he's young, he's new, uh, it's a commission-based situation. So I said to him, look, my friend, you have to make sure that whatever you do, if nothing else, that you're intentional about what you do daily, where you're going to be each week. So I gave him my story. When I came uh, from New York here, it'll be three years now, next week that I moved to Dallas. I didn't know anybody in Dallas. I knew two people in Dallas and one of them didn't like me. And (laughs) and so good thing that the other guy did. (laughs) Good thing. Right. So um, I, uh, I realized, okay, if I don't know anybody here, then the challenge is how do I get things going? And I remember once I figured out where the supermarket was, I said, I need to be intentional and get out there every single day and make sure that I maximize my day by going out to meet people. And I was very intentional with doing that, meetup groups, uh, networking meetings, social events. It didn't matter. I I chartered a course daily knowing I'm going to do this. And as a result of that, Terry, that's how I've met great connections. I met Suzanne Johns. Yeah. Right. And I, I, that's the result. I'm sitting here smiling as you're like being intentional because I, I, I'm right there. Like you and I, boom. I mean, I have my daily intentions planner. Hey, there you go. Like, seriously, there you go. like that's because I, I truly believe that if, you know, when we start to tap in, turn on and tune into our, and being in those alignments, like it is, it's not just like, you know, we're going to do this. We're going to think about this once a year or once every six months or whatever. This is daily work. This is daily intentional work. And when we start to set those intentions, you know, we allow ourselves to, you know, open up the energy of the universe, if you will, to help support mm-hmm. us in achieving our desires. And so it don't, we don't have to get stuck in the, you know, the fear, the doubt, the worry, and all of the other stuff and figure out the how, like we can start to, enter, you know, utilize energy to our advantage and help bring, you know, those people, places, you know, situations into our into our, our environment. Mm-hmm. And so that can be just a lot easier. So it's so powerful. So thank you so much. We're so in alignment. I love we it. are. We, I, I knew we would be. I, I knew what I heard I you knew. speak at, uh, I know. At, at our meeting. I said, okay, we're on the same page here. I know. I know. We had such a fun time there, you know? So Jay, thank you so much for your time, your brilliance. Uh, thank you for just listening, right? Like listening to yourself and then continuing to spread this message, because I think this is a powerful message that we all get to you know, be, you know, receive. And I think more than ever before, you know, a year ago, I wouldn't have, well, maybe a year ago, maybe two years ago, I wouldn't have said this is that more than ever before we need people like you. I'm going to call you a light worker today because I do believe Mm -hmm. you're here to do some really powerful work. And so we need the light workers of the world to raise up, you know, step in, step out, like to really, you know, help support other people coming and raising the vibrations of the planet. 
I mean, we are, you know, I don't feel like we have a choice anymore. Like, I feel like we get to do this work so that we can help just, you know, support one another and, and more than ever before we need this. So thank you for being this, you know, light in the world. Well, you realize as you're saying that uh, it, you found your calling light work, right? That's yeah. your calling. That's yeah. what you said. You cannot not do what you're doing now. You yeah. cannot even imagine not doing it because that's your calling. Yeah. It would be it's like a powerful. fish out of water. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, just listening to that, listening to what it, what it is that, that, that inner knowing that we know is mm -hmm. trusting it, listening to it and, you know, taking action with it. So thank you so much, Jay. It's been a delight. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I am so grateful that you joined me for this episode. If you've enjoyed this, then there's just one thing that I would like you to do. Click to subscribe and leave me a rating and review. As my way to thank you, let's connect for a free consultation. Just reach out to me at talkingwithterry, that's T-E-R-I dot com to book your time. Yes, it's easy to get distracted when you're in the driver's seat. And sometimes we take the wrong exit. But knowing where you're going is an absolute must on your journey through life. Our next guest is committed to making sure that you are prepared for the unexpected that life can bring.